Shalom Mubarakha, we are up to Yumadaf. Pay. We're going to continue discussing different shiurim uh, when it comes to Yom Kippur and in general. Bryce tells us, B'Shem Rebbe, that when it comes to eating, every shear is a kazayas except for eating tumah. Because over there, the Pasuk uses a different lashon. That different lashon tells us that over here, it's not a kazayas. But the default is a kazayas. The raya is from Yom Kippur. Okay, so let's explain. The Pasuk says, Loiseune. It doesn't say don't eat. It says, it doesn't say the lashon of eating. It says Loiseune. So the Chachamim said, well, Yom Kippur doesn't say Achila, it says Lashon Inoy, the Shir is a Kiseves. How is Yom Kippur a Raya? If I just learned out from Tumor that, oh, it says a funny Lashon by Tumor, that's why it doesn't mean Kazayas. Maybe the only reason why it said a funny Lashon there is because that's the way of the Pasuk. It says, Mikala Oichal Asher Ye Ochel, it says double Lashon. Okay, it also says any Mashke that you, Asher Ye Shasa, that you'll drink. Maybe that's just the way of the Pasuk. So Yom Kippur comes to double up our, to confirm that when the Lashon is different, it's not a Kazayas. How do I know that when it comes to eating something that's Tomei, the shear is a Kabeitza? So Rabbi Bo says in the river of Rebbe Lazar, from the Pazim called Oichal Asher Yo'achel, that tells me that a food that comes from a food. What's a food that comes from a food? An egg comes from a chicken. Those are both foods. So the shear by Tumo is an egg. Kabeitza. Well, maybe the shear should be a gadi. Right? Everything that's born comes out of Achila. It's Achila from Achila. No, when a gadi is born, the Gemara says that still needs to be shechted. Flag the Gemara. Not always. If you shecht an animal, and then inside that animal there is a calf. Walking, talking, hopefully not talking. Walking, perfectly ready to be born calf. It's called a ben pakua, and it doesn't need shechita. That's achila within achila, no? So why are you telling me the shear is only a kabeitza? Now even a ben pakua needs to be opened and drained of its blood, and a chanami doesn't need a kosher shechita, but it's still not a complete. It's ready. To, it's not ready to be eaten like a like an egg. No, okay, so who says it's a regular sized egg? Maybe with the, maybe the shear should be a gigantic egg, and a person's not high for eating it. Eating a shear less than that? Not to fasta. Maruba like to fasta. We want to pick a the smallest shear possible. Oh, you want to get... There are smaller eggs. There's tiny little bird eggs. So Bavo says, you know, you're right. That's a good point. Let me tell you where we know that the shear by Tumba is a kabeza. Because the Pasuk says, Not that it's an achila within an achila. Rather, it's an achila that you can eat in one shot. And Chazal determined that the amount that a human being can swallow in one shot is the shear of a kibetza. And what type of kibetza? A chicken egg. This is why if you're eating uh, your matzah and you're having a hard time swallowing it in one shot, you know that you have a lot more than a kazayas in there. You, in fact, you, you probably have something a little more than a kibetza. Now, Rabbi Lazar says an interesting thing. He says if someone does it by accident or on purpose, he eats chalev. It's nowadays you should write down exactly how much you ate. Why? Because maybe Bezin will come along and change the shear. They'll re-quantify what the shear is. Maybe they'll re- reassess how big a uh, Kazayas is. I mean, nowadays a Kazayas is about three olives. So things change. 
and they will be Yarabe Bishurim. Expand this year. Okay, so what does it mean to, to expand this year? Uh, it doesn't mean that you're going to be Chayiv on even a small Kazayas. Because let's say a person ate Chalev, one Kazayas. And then they change it to say, you know what, you're Chayiv even if you eat less. He's not going to be Mechayiv a Karba now. Because when he ate it, right, he ate it's a, a, a little less than a Kazayas. And now you're going to tell me that that's the Shir. He ate it Beheter. He didn't change his Das, the Halacha changed. And he's not going to be high of a carbon. So why do, why, why would I, that's not a reason why I would need to write down how much I ate. Elamai, maybe this year is going to change. And you're only going to be high of a carbon if you eat more than a kazayas. A big, a big kazayas. So now the Gemara says, what's the havamina? You thought the Rabbi Lazar was telling us that maybe the shear of the kazayas is going to go down. That's not being marbe b'shiurim. That's shrinking the shiurim. What's the lotion of Yarbebeshurim? Maybe, the Gemara says, there will be an expansion, a Yarbe of Karbanas, because the shear of Shiurim went down. Not that the actual size of the shear goes up, but there's going to be more Karbanas because the size of the shear went down. That was the Havamina. Chaim Voloshin says that the Sichas Chulon of Tamid Chachamim is the Havaminas that they have. So over here we have to learn the Havaminas of the Gemara too. Vichanan says that shiurim and punishment are halach lamesh misinai. Oh, really? The Torah says befeirish punishments. Straight out of psukim. That's not halach lamesh misinai. No, the shiurim which cause punishments were given from Moshe misinai. We have a bright that says that shiurim and their punishments are transmitted from Moshe misinai. Others say that it came from Asniel ben Kenaz. He's referred to in the Gemara here as as Yaivitz. Ah, how could Isnil Bakanaz set up mitzvahs? A Novi is not allowed to be Mechadish anything from the Torah. The Gemara says he wasn't Mechadish it. We forgot it. And he reminded us of the halachas that the Torah said. Now the Gemara talks about the shear of Molly Lugmov, a cheekful. Rabbi Huda Marshmall says it doesn't mean an actual two cheeks full, lugmov, it's if you move all the food into one cheek, it looks like your cheek is full. How could he say that it looks like it's full? It, the, the shear is cheek full. It means kimole lugmov. Okay, how much does a person need to drink in order to be chayiv? Bryce says it's a machlekes b'shamay and Beis Hillel. B'shamay says, actually four machlekes. B'shamay says you have to drink a revias to be chayiv. Beis Hillel says a cheek full. Sounds like he's being more machmir. It's a smaller shear. Rav Yehuda says, Kemole Lugmov. And Rav Yehuda ben Becerra says, Enough to swallow. Hey, we pass him like Beis Hillel, and Beis Hillel says, Mamish Mole Lugmov. No, that means Kemole Lugmov. Well, we have another Tana that said, Kemole Lugmov. Rav Yehuda, Rav Eliezer. So why you tell me that, how can you tell me that Beis Hillel means Kemole Lugmov? Someone else holds that. There's a difference. Rabbi Ezra holds that even a mole lugmav dochuk is going to be chayv. Mesel says, no, it has to be a full mole lugmav in order to be chayv. You know, that the, the tana that comes later in the Mishnah or Brisa is being more machmir. So Rabbi Ezra is saying even a tiny bit less than a mole lugmav is going to be chayv. Rabbi Hoishia says, how can you tell me that Beshamai is only going to be mechayv you at Ervias? And Miss Hillel is going to be mechayv you less by a mole lugmav. Miss Hillel is going to be more machmir than Beshamai? We know. Gemara in, 
idios that lists every kula of Beishamai. This is not one of them. Elamai, the discussion over there by the Malay Lugmav was talking about the cheek of Oig Melachabashon. And his cheek is a lot bigger than the Revius. So, in fact, Beishamai is being Machmir here. Now, the Gemara asks a couple of questions here, all in a similar vein. Like, how can you say, Rebizera asks this one, that no matter what you're eating, everyone is going to be satisfied with a koiseves. But drinking, everyone has a different share of what they will be, what, what will quench their thirst. L'chaira, everybody is made up differently worth eating too. Maybe some people need to eat more in order for them to be satisfied. So Abayi says, the Rabbanon determined that the amount, the quantity of a koiseves, settles a person's hunger. Less than that won't do it. By drinking, everyone has a, has a different level of drinking that will quench their thirst, that'll settle their need for liquids. So Reb asks over here, how could it be that every single person eats a kesavas and they're fine? Oigmel Chabashan eats the exact same shear, and he's also, he's not hungry anymore? Abai says, yeah, they're about to know that as soon as you eat a kesavas, that desperate need for food goes away. However, the amount of time that it lasts until you need to eat more food depends on the person. will need to eat more quicker. But it, uh, by everybody, a koseves will settle that, settle the mind of a hungry person. Rebzer asks, third question, doesn't matter what type of food you're eating, any koseves will fill you up the exact same amount, fatty meat. Add some, you know, raisins. All the same? Abai says, yep. In any type of a food, a koseves will settle the hunger. However, fatty meats will last longer than other foods. Now, Rova asks, how come both a kezayis and a koseves, a koseves is the size of, uh, is bigger than a koseves. How come they both need to be eaten within the same amount of time in pras, which is about the time that it takes someone to eat four beitzim. Shouldn't a kezayis have less time than a keseves? The answers that Rabbonon determined that within this time frame, it will settle a person's hunger. But if a person takes too long to eat this keseves or to eat this kezayis, it won't settle his mind. It won't settle the hunger. It's interesting. It doesn't say settle hunger. The Lashon of the Gemara is misvadaite. His mind will be settled. It seems that hunger is a psychological thing. Rava asks, how come there's a different shear by eating food than by eating tuma? Of how long you have to eat it? Over here, you have a kezayis, you have achilas pras. By tuma, you have chatzi pras in the time of achilas pras. Her papa says, you can't compare tuma, big matama body, that's not a derisa tuma. Wait, her papa holds that it's not derisa. There's a pasuk. It says, Lois said, Tamu behemet mason bomb. And her papa says that tuma of the body is derisa. Eating all these shkatsim, the things they're not allowed to eat. Elamai, he was saying that this pasuk is an asmachta to this tuma, which is their abanon. Now, he said in the Mishnah that any food can be mitzdarif, can be combined to reach the shear of Isser. Now, Papa says that raw meat and salt eaten separately can be mitzdarif because even though raw meat itself is not an achila, but since you eat it, ate it with the salt, 
together, now it's an achila. Rish says the sauce of vegetables can be included in the shear of the vegetables to add up to a keseves. But isn't that obvious? No, I would think that maybe sauce is considered a liquid and you can't combine that with food with a solid. You see from here that even a liquid that is set up, that is complementing the, uh, the oichel, gets the din, counts as achila, counts as a food, as a solid. Achila and shtia are not necessarily solids and liquids. In fact, the Kojuk Lever Goyen says that this is why Hasidim are able to make Kiddush on a small amount of schnapps because he says that schnapps may even be considered a solid and therefore the shir would be a kazayas and not a revias. Reish Lakish says that someone who eats an achilas gasa, a tremendous amount of food, overeats on him kipper, is putter from violating the requirements of Yom Kippur. This is, he, he's still fulfilling Enoi because the, the, the Pasuk says, don't be ma'ana yourself, which means that if you are harming yourself in eating, that'll be okay. Rav says, in the name of Reish Lakish, that if a czar, a non-Koyen, eats truma, but he eats a tremendous amount, and achilas gasa, he only has to pay the pay back the amount of the food itself, but not the chaymesh the fine for eating the truma, because he hurt himself while eating it in this Achila Gasa manner. Revier in the name of Rav Yechanan, says that if a czar, a non-Koyen, chews on barley, on sa'irim, which is, which is truma, he's not allowed to eat this, all he has to pay is the karen, the principal value of the food. He does not have to pay the chaymesh fine, because again, it's achilas gasa, that's like, uh, not, even though even though this is not Achilles Gaza, but he is harming himself. This is not how he's supposed to eat barley. He'll be potter on the Chaymesh. Rav Shizbi says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that a czar, non-Koyin, that swallows what the Marashal calls flyman, another type of a food that's truma, but then he throws it up, he vomits it, and someone else eats it afterwards. Don't ask. The first guy has to pay a Karen and a Chaymesh the value plus the fine. The second guy ate not what is now kachim. Now he ate from the first guy's food because since the first guy just paid for it, it's now his. So the second guy will only have to pay the first guy the value of that food in in what it would cost as timber, as uh, wood. But he does not have to pay the value of the original food or a fine because he didn't eat from kachim. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.